Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Hello and welcome to another episode of Swanglinese. I'm very happy to be in the studio today with Taya, who is the founder of two organizations, Get B and Teach Me Now. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you in here and as always for our listeners, uh, let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your sort of history and how you've ended up here today in the UAE with these organizations. Sure. So my name is Taya and I'm the proud founder of teachmenow.com which was one of the first global marketplaces for live and on-demand teaching. So we connected teachers and students all over the world. And then we realized that the technology itself could also be used by other organizations, schools, companies, even hospitals. So we launched the technology as a service under the name GetB, where we bring expertise everywhere. So hence the name B. I see. But my story actually started in Saudi Arabia, of all places. Okay. So I am half Norwegian, half Arabic and born and grew up in Saudi and then lived in many different places. But my goal, let's say back in the day, mm-hmm. was to work in the United Nations. Okay. So I had a completely different career path, completely different vision of where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. But I realized quickly that as a young person, I could have more of an impact through technology. Right. So although I studied in Geneva in Switzerland to you know, get into the United Nations and, and do all this amazing work in terms of impact, I started teaching at the same time. Okay. So when I was a student, I was teaching high school students and both of them were predicted to fail their exams. So the teacher said, you know, don't even come to class, you're going to fail anyway. That was the messaging they, they were receiving. Oh, wow. And um, both of them actually had learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. So one had dyslexia and one had ADD. And I had two months with my first two students before their final exams. And I will never forget being there on their graduation day. Amazing. Watching them both graduate with way above average scores. And one went on to study education and the other economics, which was what I was teaching them at the time. Right. So as a young person, I realized I was having this sort of parallel experience of trying to get in and work for the UN and doing all these internships. And then at the same time teaching. And I sort of had that aha moment where I realized, you know, as a young person, I could still change someone's life or impact someone's life, although I'm not a certified teacher. Mm -hmm. And the next year I got so many requests for teaching because all of the parents were talking about (laughs) me and and sort of this transformation of these students. And I loved teaching. I fell in love with it. And at the time I created one of the first games for high school students. So nothing to do with tech, literally cut out pieces of paper, drew on them and yeah, tried to sort of explain economic concepts as a physical game. Right. And I realized, you know, how can I scale this experience? How can I make this more accessible to students? And this is at the time where apps were very up and coming. Mm-hmm. So you had a lot of games coming out for, you know, learn your ABCs or one, two, threes. But there were no games for higher level sort of educational content. So I created one of the first apps for high school students in 2011 on the Apple iPhone store Mm -hmm. and through that app again got so many requests for teaching online. Right. So long story short I started teaching online and used a lot of different things to coordinate my classes and I saw 
well, there must be another sort of Airbnb or Uber type concept, but for live learning, mm. where you can set your own price, you can connect to students anywhere and, and teach. There must be more people like me who have knowledge and our students or recent graduates who can't find jobs, let's say, or need flexible jobs and where they can share their knowledge. So that's where the concept of Teach Me Now came from, right. where anyone can teach and everyone can learn. And, and was that because when you were looking, there wasn't that platform to be able to do that? Exactly. Right. So there was no global marketplace. There were a lot of online schools that kind of used Skype or similar tools, mm -hmm. but there was no all-in-one platform where I, as a teacher, or I, as the knowledge expert, mm -hmm. could set my price, work with my students, and, and sort of had everything that I was looking for. Right. Okay. So found a found a gap in the market and put something in there. Yes, exactly. Okay. Great stuff. And, and so... It, Obviously, you were doing your um, your training for the UN in, in Geneva, you said. Yeah. And being half Saudi, half Norwegian. How did it end up being Dubai, UAE as a, as a base, as it were? It's a very good question. For me, also as a female entrepreneur, it was very important to create more positive stories hmm. for and also from the Middle East. I think that's a big value and a big believer in terms of why I do what I do. And it was very important to come back to this region, come back to the Middle East and thought to myself, you know, if I'm going to start something, where do I want to start? Mm. I think it's very important to be the change you want to see in the world, as, as cliche as that sounds. <laughs> yeah, but it's, but so true. <laughs> but it's very true. And for me being Arabic and having grown up in this region, it was very important to create more positive stories for, but also from the Middle East. And Dubai was a fantastic place to start and to set up. From an innovation perspective, from a support perspective and a government perspective, I was fascinated to see the amount of support that was really being invested and, and committed to here. And, you know, leading up to Expo 2020, it's been an amazing experience working with the Expo Live team, which is the social impact uh, program by Expo 2020. So, you know, it's really, um, it's really interesting to be and work here and be a part of the story that Dubai is shaping. Yeah, absolutely. And how and you know we we're talking today because of that introduction through through Expo 2020. So can you just sort of go back a couple of months years as to when the idea of this was spawned in your head to how the involvement with Expo uh, Live came about to enable what we see today. Sure. So Teach Me Now already existed, but what was really interesting through working with Expo, so I, obviously everybody in Dubai had heard about Expo 2020 yeah. when it was announced, but I didn't realize that they had this amazing social impact program. Mm -hmm. So they are granting what they call global innovators all over the world, this amazing opportunity to have financial support, but also exposure through the Expo 2020 channels. Mm. So through working with Expo, we've been able to use our technology as GetB. So GetB is the white label service that we're offering okay. and create social impact projects through our technology. Now, what mm. I mean by that is um, an amazing example that I'm very proud of is we're working on a project in Latin America with people with disabilities or determination mm -hmm. And I was amazed to hear because he was another Expo 2020 grantee. Oh. So he runs, Gabrielle is his name, one of the largest job portals for people with determination in Latin America. Right. And I think they have over 200,000 job candidates now in their network. Wow. Now what I didn't realize, and we were in the same cohort and while he was pitching, I was listening to him pitch and I was fascinated by the statistics because the majority of people with disabilities, they get them during their lifetime. They're mm. not born with them. 
Okay. And I had no idea. And I sort of also was taken aback by that statistic because that has a massive impact on your career. Mm. But if you're looking for a job or trying to get back into work, it's it's very challenging. Yeah. Especially in, in places like Latin America. So access to having the right mentor, career guidance, you know, the right person to help you get back into work was really key. So we partnered with an expo partner, which is Accenture, mm-hmm. and we partnered with this social enterprise in, in Latin America called Incluyeme, or Include Me in Spanish, mm-hmm. and we created their online mentorship platform. So it's now all in Spanish. We're reaching uh, job candidates and students all over Latin America, from Argentina to Mexico to Colombia, and they're delivering, Accenture is delivering live um, sessions through our technology on um, everything from career advice, career guidance, and so on. So it's a project I'm very, very proud of. Understandably, it sounds amazing. When we had the conversation actually with the guys from Expo, it was also very eye-opening. Um, having, like you said, when, when Dubai won, everybody knew about the fact that we'd won, but yes. there was a lot of conversations. So, so what is it exactly? Expo, <laughs> what's, yeah. going, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then finding out a bit more about what is going to happen mm-hmm. and then finding out the, the kind of things that are also happening from the, you know, the social impact perspective. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's inspiring. And that's Scary. you know part of what we want to try and do with our little podcast is to, to help other people that might be thinking about something like this, who yeah. might be running a similar course of working f- towards a goal that they perceived as what they wanted or working within an organization and at that point thinking, you know what, I want to do something different or, mm. you know, sort of being shown a different way yes. by doing. Yeah. Um, and then and then help, helping them to, to say, you know, what people always say, when's the best time to start your business? Well, now. <laughs> if you're thinking about it, then, then do it. Just do it. Um, but can you just go into a little bit more detail as to what was this kind of process that, that led you to be in that same cohort with this, you know, with Gabriella? You said, yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you end up together to enable this amazing collaboration to, to happen? So Expo Live is an amazing program and they have different cohorts. So the first two cohorts had already passed and I had already at that point heard about it for the first time. So I wasn't even aware that this existed. Right. Um, luckily, I applied to the third cohort and was shortlisted. And as a part of that process, the top sort of shortlisted candidates have to pitch in Dubai. Mm. So they bring in all the candidates from from wherever they are, because innovation can come from anywhere to anyone, as they say. And we all had to present, I think it was in March last year that we were presenting together. And then they had a um, global innovation summit in Dubai later in the fall last year, where all of the finalists and all of the, the global innovators, the top candidates that received the grant, um, participated. Right. And it was during that time where we both listened to each other's pitch, uh, interestingly, mm-hmm. in March, and then we sort of both had time to reflect on, on things. And when we met again in, um, in the summit in the fall, we were sort of brainstorming together. And I remember, it's amazing collaborating with other entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. they get things done. I remember sitting together after the conference, we were sketching things out and planning things out and um, literally I think in two days it was done and we were ready to go and it's uh, it's been an amazing journey since then as well. Incredible, incredible. And so with that in mind, you're already achieving brilliant things, you've got the platform, what's next? Uh, what's what's next on the agenda for, for from either from Teach Me Now or from the Get B platform? Yeah. What, what's, uh, what's the future hold for you? Many things. So what's really interesting as an entrepreneur is you're always always listening to, to signals in the market. 
So when we started Teaching Now, which is the global marketplace or consumer-facing marketplace, we got a lot of press, awards and attention, mm. which is great. But because of that success, a lot of schools and companies came to us and said, we love your technology. How can we use it for us? How can we use our business model or our experts and not be on your marketplace, but use the software that you've created? And that's when we had to sort of stop and reflect and think, okay, how can we separate the brands and the service? And that's when we launched GetB. And our mission is to bring expertise everywhere where we create these rebranded communities for our clients. Um, A really interesting story there is one of our top teachers. She is a Norwegian teacher of all things, and she's generated over $200,000 teaching online through the technology. So it's super interesting to see how we're empowering everything from, you know, entrepreneur social enterprise to large companies and organizations who are truly digitally transforming the way they share knowledge. Mm. And it's, um, it's been a fascinating journey. So for us, although we started in education, we're seeing a lot of growth now in healthcare okay. and also in consulting. All right. So although we're a Dubai-based company, we have global reach, people using this all over the world. Yeah. And the future for us is, is truly global. Yeah, it sounds. And, and I think this is one of the benefits of technology is that it changes the marketplace now it's not it's not about localized geographies that like I said you in reality your office could be anywhere exactly. uh, and you can still have that reach uh, when it yeah. comes to the technology but it sounds like it's doing some fabulous things all over the place and actually I'm my mind is going at the moment and I think after we finish this podcast I'm going to have a chat about that technology sure. in terms of I love the idea of people with knowledge being able to deliver that knowledge to other people that want it yeah um, and why should there be a barrier yes exactly you know? so it's virtual consulting made simple right so yeah. if you're already charging for your time and you use the phone or Skype you can't bill for that time mm. And especially if you are a larger organization and you have a variety of experts, let's say, within your portfolio or your community, you need to automate a lot of processes. Mm. We do all of that in a simple way. Right. Yeah. Remove the barriers and empower people to do whatever they like yeah. from, from a knowledge transfer perspective, perspective which exactly. yeah, yeah. a huge difference. And this is something that I've also, I'm from a mixed background myself and that I see so much value from being able to access other people from exactly. other parts of the world with a different way of thinking and then thinking actually that's probably a better way of doing it yeah. why don't I do it that way or how can I build that into my business yeah. and, and and take it to the next next level which is uh, it's fantastic to hear that you're supporting that and, and pushing yeah. it forwards now from a technology perspective um, obviously we don't know what's going to happen in the future but how, how do you sort of stay abreast of what's going on the technology exists obviously today 2019 but um, I firmly believe that, you know, how the existing education system is going to, how it works currently will change, how everybody expects to learn is going to change. Yes. How does that fit into sort of what Teach Me Now and Get B is doing for, for, let's say, five or ten years down the line? So I definitely think the future of work is, is changing. And I think traditionally, if we look at how, you know, careers were done traditionally, you had the same career for the majority of your lifetime mm. in previous generations. But that's changing. So they need to reskill, they need to relearn, they need to have a mentor or, you know, they need to learn new technologies because technology by definition is now exponentially changing. Mm -hmm. So that need to constantly relearn and reskill will always be there, I think, ever more so than in the past. 
So having access to the right expert, the right mentor, the right career guidance is very key moving forward. Mm. And through platforms like Teach Me Now, we're also building for Sheikh Mohammed this One Million Arab Coders live mentorship platform. So His Highness launched an initiative where, as is in the name, the goal is to reach one million Arab youth to teach them how to code. Right. which, as he says, is the language of the future, which I very much agree. Yeah. <laughs> so the need to reskill and to relearn is, is there, and we're supporting a lot of these fantastic initiatives when it comes to traditional academic learning, but also reskilling for future skills. Right. So when we partner with our clients or, or partners, they can create their own communities and platforms. And it's really interesting to see you know, that need for personalized learning, mm-hmm. because a lot of online learning has been pre-recorded, and that has a very high dropout rate, mm. uh, actually up to 90%, really? 9-0. Yeah. Wow. So there's a lot of value that isn't being captured in that market. And we've all tried maybe signing up to things like Coursera, Udacity, Khan Academy, and so on. And it's a great resource. But again, having that right mentor or that right teacher can make such a difference in your life. Mm. 100%. I was actually having a conversation in the offline world yesterday about this with somebody from the, the previous generation, just how important one person, a teacher, can be in the journey your of life. that young person. Well, yes. and, and not so young people as well. Yeah, on your um, life, yeah. And I, and I see a massive opportunity there from a reskilling perspective of yes. those people who keep saying, well, the, the technology's gonna take my job, you know, AI is gonna mean that my I, I can't drive my truck because the truck's gonna drive it, it itself. Yeah. Well, if you know that, then Reskill. why not do something about yeah, it? <laughs> and exactly. you know, if there's opportunity to do that, then why wouldn't you do that? And, and I yes. think that it, it's great to a know that it exists. But I think I suppose the challenge now is to make sure that those people know that it exists. Yes, that there is an opportunity for them to do to that. Learn. Because yeah. I think some, as you said, they expected to actually have that job for their whole career. Yes. And now this whole technology is coming in and changing everything and, and messing up their plans. Yeah they didn't have a plan B. Uh, and, and I think part of the challenge is to be able to let them know there's options. Uh, and exactly. that's gonna be a big part of it, I guess. And uh, how, how are you sort of going into that? Because it shifts, I guess, more into the marketing side of things. It, it, how is that through collaborations? Is it through direct yes. marketing? How, how, is it, how is it that you're doing it? So I think that's where the beauty of, of Get B came in because we realized we couldn't do everything ourselves as Teach Me Now. So we, as Teach Me Now, we are an open marketplace where anyone can teach. Mm. But when we partner with specific initiatives or specific clients, they have their expertise and they have their brand name and their user base. So for example, when we partnered with His Highness Sheikh Mohammed's One Million Arab Coders, they already had a user base, they had a brand, they had a specific niche that they were targeting. And our technology empowers them to take live mentorship to the next level. Same thing with a lot of our other clients and partners. So it's very interesting to see how our technology can help empower a lot of these existing initiatives and help them get online. Yeah. I think that's the key piece. And also, if you look at it the other way around, looking at the future of work, a lot of work is now being more flexible, right? So you might, might be a lawyer or an accountant or, again, someone who charges for their time. Yeah. But if your company offers you an option where you could consult virtually and have flexible working hours, that could also be done through the platform. Right. So there's both sides to this, uh, to the coin, let's say. Yeah, yeah. yeah indeed, yeah. Which yeah. Is, is great to empower people to take control of their time, which is the one resource that we all have exactly the same amount of 
yes. in a day, exactly. <laughs> as much as we'd like to have more hours in some cases, yeah. making the most of those hours. And I also agree with you in terms of how things are changing is that people want to have a bit more balance because we've become so addicted to our technology and our devices yes. we never turn off no. we're always effectively contactable and working whether we like it or not yes um but to be able to have something in place to actually maybe say you know what these are the hours that i am working and be able to base my figures so that i can run my business and only have to work those hours yeah then that's a win across the board. Exactly. Yeah, which is in- impressive. Yeah. It sounds incredible. And actually, just want to touch on something that you said a couple of times there is that the, the word mental, mm-hmm. the ability to find somebody to help you to the next level. Can you just shed a bit of light or, or on your own experience of that? Did you find a mentor? Did you do some mentoring through your own platform? How did yeah. you sort of uh, go around this? It's a very good question. So, by the way, I also teach on Teach Me Now, and I have also been mentoring people through Teach Me Now. So, right. have to be an ambassador of my own technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've been very fortunate to find amazing people who have mentored me throughout this journey, and who have guided me since the very, very beginning, since I didn't even have a, a concept, let's say. Right. Um, and I'm also a big believer that business is always about people. Mm-hmm. So also hiring amazing people around me and hiring people that are better than me. Right. I think if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room kind of thing. You <laughs> really need to keep learning and, and also learn from the people that you work with. Mm. So I've been very fortunate in that situation and I've met some incredible people throughout this journey that's fantastic and just again from a, are they based here did you find yes. them yes yeah, so they're based here in the, the UAE to help yes. them on this journey cool. based here in Dubai and also have some international um, friends slash mentors advisors I think it's very important to have that international perspective as you mentioned before Dubai is a, a metaphor of international let's say because we're all from different places yeah. I mean, even here in the office, we're all from different places as well. We're a very international, diverse team. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important and speaks truth to, you know, the, the metaphor that is Dubai. Yeah. And that's that's a strength. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. Like I said, there's so many. I think the last statistic I heard was 220, oh, wow. 220 different nationalities here. Uh, yeah. And you go into most organizations and you've got a mixture of all of those together. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure on the platform there's got to be uh, some teaching how to manage that because, you know, everybody responds differently, not just from personality trait, but yeah, how I was sure. brought up and, and, and what I believe and so forth has a, a has a, impact. an impact on that. Of course. <laughs> and uh, as a manager, especially, you can't just stand there and, and try to manage everybody the same way because... It doesn't work, as has been proven time and time again. Yeah. Um, and and I, I agree that this this part of the world offers that opportunity to actually work with those those different kinds of people and uh, and learn from them. Yeah. Uh, and in talking with a number of people like yourself who have taken the, the entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey here, yes, that's a common thread. The, the yeah. ability to tap into different people from different parts of the world with different backgrounds and different ways of doing things is actually what plays into this part of the world as being such a, a hotbed of, of innovation exactly. of, of things coming out different ways of approaching things um, makes you better it does yeah and yeah. I know for me personally as well it's it's something that without being here I wouldn't look at things the way that I do now because no. you, you, you get a wider view on this and mm-hmm. as you already said the technology means that you actually could potentially have inroads into a market geographically thousands of kilometers away yes. but 
through the internet and through platforms like it be it's yeah. like you're in the same room exactly and that's where i see the future of this moving forwards so mentors are obviously a very important part of of the, the journey are there any other specific resources perhaps that you might be able to recommend to anybody listening as must reads must watch must consume in some way so just on the topic of of what i've learned and key learnings and i think this also speaks very highly to the way that expo works is I think going back to managing diverse teams and diverse cultures is is also really thinking about your values and being a value-based organization. And I think that's made a tremendous impact on my career and also my journey and the companies that I've built. Because if you're very true to your values and, and have high principles, then you also attract the similar type of person in the way that they think, although they might do things differently. But I think if you share the same values, that makes all the difference in the world. And that's something that Expo speaks very highly of, and they truly also live and act through their values. And that's something that I've appreciated um, as well, is, is learning from that experience. But on the topic of resources, I've had some, um, some great books to recommend. Anyone who's in tech or looking at building an app, there's a book called um, The Billion Dollar App. And it sort of talks through through all the different stages of building an app and sort of starting from scratch and getting to around a $1 million company to a $10 million company. And it sort of lays out a lot of benchmarks, which is quite a good reference point. Right. Um, so that's been a great book to read. There's also uh, quite a few books on leadership and, and women in leadership and women in tech that's been interesting for me to, to follow and watch. Of course, you have the typical ones like Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg, of course. But there are a few other ones as well. Currently, I'm reading one called Dear Madam President, okay. which is a very interesting book um, about the uh, previous campaign manager for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So whether you agree or disagree with her politics <laughs> is a different story. Yeah. But it's very interesting to see the leadership skills and leadership sort of traits that she learned behind the scenes and, and watching this whole thing unfold uh, and also working for Obama and previous presidents. So that was a very interesting book that I'm reading at the moment. Um, as well, so I I'm a constant believer in in learning mm-hmm. to keep learning as well. So trying to watch as many TED talks and and things as I can. But um, yeah, they have been very interesting books to read. No, oh, that's great. Some some great recommendations. And what we'll do is uh, we'll put some links in in, in the the. the the blogs for the blog posts that we do for the episode so that people can yep. reference these we'll obviously put links into the, the various different websites um, but just remains for me to say thank you so much for giving us some of your time it's been a real pleasure yeah thank you so much for having me and check out teachmenow.com and getbe.com we'll put those links down below thanks very much for listening as always if there's anybody that you know of that you'd like us to talk to send us an email drop us a line on social media thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.